What's up, Conroe? This is Corey DLG, and you are listening to Nerd Thug Radio. That was my joy impression. That's pretty good. Yeah, no, I pretty much nailed it. I'm like the best on all of radio. Is that what he says? No, he's he's the most electrifying man. Oh, okay. Well, that, that doesn't even make him the best. Not necessarily. So then I'm the best. He could be as electric as he wants to be. I'll just unplug him because I'm the best. Right. There you go. There you go. Anyway, power move. Power move. Yeah. This is Corey DLG, and with me as usual is little brother Nico. I make the world go round. Absent as usual is the <laughs> Captain Joey Savage. <laughs> he's, leading, he's leading from the back room today, boys. That's right. The head of HR sent a memo out, and he said, don't expect me to show up this week. It's a holiday. Get to work. July 5th holiday. <laughs> I mean, it felt a little aggressive. Eh. The get to work had a frowny face emoji after it. Yeah. And then a picture of the pyramids. I didn't get the last reference. I don't know why he did that. I don't know. Slavery? What? That's not cool. Why are we working on the 4th of July? Anyway. um, Are we the slaves? <laughs> obviously. We're not off. <laughs> I think you I think you were up a solid point. Yeah. I think Which, I'm going to have to bring this up with HR. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. <laughs> When you wake up and realize your boss's HR is not in the office. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I here? Um, yeah, anyway, welcome, Conroe, to 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations. Streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Make sure to t- uh, check out Facebook.com backslash NerdThugRadio or NerdThugRadio.com for all of your NerdThugRadio things, including my boudoir photo set. That's coming? Com- that's here. bro. It's bro. already here? Bro, I, t- I take my annual set every two months, okay? What? <laughs> yeah. You just don't go to the website. No, I don't. Yeah. Now you should. I just work here, bro. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid, guys. You better be going to the website. You're on all the drawings. I am. I'm literally all over it. <laughs> also, my name's still misspelled after That's three years. Oh, well. He'll never know. And by they, I mean you. you. You'll just never have that. <laughs> yeah, it'll it'll just be wrong forever. It will be wrong forever. It's right on the new shirts, but that's it. Like it's wrong on the website. It's also wrong on our travel banner. They love it. You'd think for a guy who started this that I would get like <laughs> at least a little bit of respect, just what? a little bit, just a teeny tiny little bit. <laughs> like not even fifteen percent. Nope. Just just like four and a half percent. <laughs> Give, give me an inch. Nah, we'll take the mile, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, we're going to be a mile away. Just wait here. <sighs> fine. Just fine. This is fine. Whatever. Yeah, you guys are the worst. Anyway, um, what did you do this week? Anything Anything fun going on? Uh, No. No? No, nothing at all. Um, other than my car dying. That's true. And who came to the rescue, by the way? Oh, here comes the big brother story. That's right. Who Shh. came to the rescue? Well, you just kind of showed up, and then you were like, oh, your car's dead. <laughs> I believe you killed my car. Doesn't matter if I saved it. <laughs> I guess Do- that's fair. Doesn't matter who drowned them as long as I successfully resuscitated them. Is that like Batman, where he just lets the criminals get out of Arkham? and then So that he back? can catch them again? Yeah. Yeah, he's probably the guy unlocking the doors at Arkham. That's the, that's the backstory of that. The in-between issue filler is when Bruce Wayne walks through Arkham for some reason because he owns it and just buys everything in Gotham and is just, like, dropping keys in, like, lunchrooms and stuff. Well, yeah, also, like, there's weird people in I mean, in Arkham. Like, what are you going to do, contain Clayface? Like, you got to put him in, like, a cube. But they've gotten to that point now, like, in the comic books where, like, everyone gets specialized cells. If you remember in uh, X-Men 2, they kept Magneto in, like, a glass room or a plastic room. How annoying would that have been, by the way? Like everything in plastic. That's very '90s rave. Like Magneto's in the room. Like you guys all suck. You guys, garbage. No one brought any metal. Not even like a face piercing. Even your belt is plastic. This is trash. I hate all of you. I'll be in my cell. Killing the earth. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah. I show up, save the day. Typical hero Big Brother fashion, right? And then we watched Spider Man. We did. What did you think of the movie? Without like, without details? spoilers, it was it was fantastic, and it, like, it makes you so happy for the future of Marvel because it just means that, like, it's not happening. Like, like every boogeyman story is like, oh, superhero fatigue, it's coming, it's coming. But like, every movie's been great. And coming into this, you had actually kind of said aloud, like, I I wonder, p- 
post in game, we can talk about this at this point. In game, obviously, two major characters leave the franchise. Three major characters leave the franchise. Four, really. So Iron Man's dead. Captain America's retired. Scarlet Witch is dead. Or Scarlet, uh, sorry. Black uh, Widow. Scar- Black Widow is dead. Scarlet, Scarlet Johansson. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I was stuck on that one. Uh, and then Vision. Mark Ruffalo is probably no longer the Hulk as a superhero. Ooh. Uh, and Vision Ruffalo. is dead. Um, yeah, I guess he's technically less important, but yeah. Um, but I mean, he's one of the original, yeah, Avengers. So, all that being said, there's a little bit of the what comes next for these guys, what happens to this franchise now, and what this movie showed. First of all, is the strength of the Marvel Universe so good, so strong, that they're not going anywhere. Right. This movie, actually, I think structurally as a movie, is probably one of the best movies they've made. Oh, yeah. Do you think that's fair? Yeah, no, it's it's definitely fair. It's up there well, with, like, like, Winter Soldier, right? Right, with the amount of, like, inferences you have to make and, like... The way this weaves into, like, the world so elegantly. Right, but also just this movie as a movie with themes and structure and Yeah, it was... And it was, plot. It was, there was, fan- it was fantastic. There was a ton in this movie. There was a ton. It was really great. I think, uh, it, like, how many stories were in this, just this movie? Just with one movie. It was, yeah. It was fantastic. There's so many, there's so many elements of this movie that I, I, I really appreciate. And, like, the twists and turns that it takes are so fun. Yes, yes. And, like, they're all really impactful. So anyone who knows anything about Mysterio, you know that Mysterio is one of Spider-Man's villains and that his skill base is illusions. That's what he does. What this movie does, though, is it takes the expectations and it constantly is pushing them, constantly pushing them, constantly pushing them. Um, it's 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 great. Like We're not going to say anymore because we don't want to spoil anything. Right. But this movie is fantastic. Go see it. I mean, I'm pretty sure you're probably going to see it either way. Yeah. But it was. It was great. It really was great. Uh, as I yawn, that's great radio when you yawn. Right, yeah. This, We're is, no- fa- this is a fantastic thing I want you to check out. Anyways. Thanks for the time, gang. But yeah, so Big Brother showed up, saved the day. Yeah, we, we see the new Spider-Man. It's great. And then... Um, we just kind of hang out. Yeah, it was a nice day. It was a nice day. It is all right. I mean, there are people I like more, but they were unavailable, so it was a pretty good day. I quote, you come into my house. I was bored, so I came over. (laughs) Literally what I said. And then I was like, oh, let's go ahead and take care of all your problems for you. Right. Because if there was a problem, you'll all solve it. Check Check out out the the hook. hook. Oh, my DJ revolves it. Oh, man. Ice, ice, baby. (laughs) Boom, 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 boom. I still love when he went on VH1 a million years ago, back when VH1 was a channel. I don't even know if it's on TV. Uh, Might not be, but I remember. Where he... He literally out loud tried to show the difference between his sample and the actual song under pressure. Do you know this at all? You're too young. It's like it's like what one beat? He says it's one beat, but it's not because it is a sample of under pressure. So when you sample something, even if you add other layers to it, it doesn't change the fact that you use the sample and you're supposed to properly credit the artist, which means if they wrote music, you're supposed to get paid for it. That's that's the rules of that's how royalties work. Um so he's on VH1 and he's like, he's like, theirs goes, bum 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 bum, and ours goes, bum 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 bum. Wow. Thanks, Rob. <laughs> Rob Van Winkle. Thanks, Rob. Get out of my studio. Yeah, now he does renovations and he's he's living he's good a good life. He was broke, like broke broke, a couple different times. That's what happens. Just get into the housing market, make a million dollars, because everyone needs a house. Well, he wisely, more than just bet it all in a mansion that then he turned around and flipped, which was a great opportunity for him, he also made it a great television show that he could then market himself in. Yeah. That's the thing. It's Vanilla Ice. You're like, I remember him. He He perfectly embraced that reality show wave house flipping television wave kind of right before it happened. Yeah, because he was, I think he was like... He's at the front of it. Like, he's not the first. Yeah, he's he's up there, though. Like, yeah. He, he's like he's like one of the early ones that got, like, big enough right. for him right. to be, like, fine. Right. But more importantly, like, it gave him enough cred yeah. to be able to keep flipping mansions. 
also it probably helped to sell that mansion. Right. Because I was on TV. I was on TV and so was this house. Right. This is the house that was on TV. Right. That's the selling point. I think in one of the episodes, he builds this guy like a computer that's like the coolest computer on the planet. Oh, it's nice. like it's like it's like a whole desk setup. Like oh, it's like I built into this. the desk. Yes. And it's like water cooled and it's like all these crazy lights. Yeah, and it's it like, one it of like had like a touch display to it or something. Yeah, it's like yeah. this most like it's super insane. It's like well, that's actually super sick. <laughs> it's actually it's actually pretty cool. It's pretty cool. You could really put a computer on a table, like. I like when people do things that are unexpected because, like, everyone puts a, you know, PCs go in towers because that's how they come when you buy them. And he was and he did put it in a desk. That is really smart. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, that's a cool feature. Right? You want you want to buy my PC desk? Right. It must be a pain in the butt to, to transfer yeah, anywhere. Yeah, it's never going anywhere. You're never moving. You're never leaving. You're never selling it. I mean, right. maybe you're leaving, but not, like, long term. Yeah. This ain't going anywhere anytime soon. Right. We'll just stay right here with it. Uh, how much time we got here? We got a whole minute. We also watched the season, the second season of uh, The Tick. Oh, right. You finally caught up with me. I, I'm, you I'm know, finally ahead of you, which never happens. Yeah, it was weird because you were telling me, and I was like, yeah, I love The Tick, obviously. And then you, you mentioned something, and I was like, no, I don't remember that at all. And then you mentioned something else, and I was like, wait, here's the last thing I remember. And you were like, yeah, there's a whole new season. And I was like, what? Yeah. It, the show goes off the air, and, you, and you're like... You're like, I love it. And I was like, well, have you seen this? And you're like, no, this, no. What happened? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 somehow I missed the whole second season got released. No, you know what it was now that we're talking about it? it was. I think it came out like close to or r- right before Comic Palooza. And um, so I, I feel like it came out earlier, but I could be wrong. Uh, you might be right. And I wanted to watch it, but we were because so the, busy, yeah. the stars were going to be there for Comic Palooza, and most of them were. But I didn't get the the chance. It's it was a great season though. It really was. We watched it today. It was fantastic. I highly recommend it. Uh, I'm not uh, I'm not surprised it was canceled. Yeah. But I was thinking about it. Like there was so much going on in that show. It was so big, and there were so many plot like storylines and stuff. That's it's a it's a big cast. Yeah. Like before you even get into special effects and costuming and all these other things. A very large cast for yeah. a streaming show. A main cast, like it's yes. not just like four people. It's like, it's there like were there were like at overkill the, main. Two so there characters. were there were four people who were for sure in every episode. Yeah, and then there were like another four people who were in over half of the episodes, and then there were another four people who are in a lot of episodes. Like there were a lot of cast members in this show. Yeah, and especially because of the way they tell stories in that, where everything kind of weaves back into each other. It's sort of like like superhero Seinfeld, kind of. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, expensive and not surprising. Yeah. Canceled. But very good. Totally good. Uh, if they ever come back for a third season, that'd be cool. Or even a movie, maybe. Yeah. But if not, I just want my questions answered. <laughs> Uh, how much time we got? Zero minutes. All right. We're going to jump out here to a break. When we come back, we got more Nerd Thug Radio coming your way. The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon, and coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. This is Rudy Tomjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back, Conroe, to more Nerd Thug Radio. This is Corey DLG, and with me as usual is Little Brother Nico. That's me. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Probably. I feel like, I'm starting to feel like the substitute teacher in those Key and Pill skits. <laughs> Why well, didn't you say your name when I called it? <laughs> uh, I wasn't paying attention. I'm sorry. Uh, it's pronounced Niaiko. Niaiko. <laughs> um, we're on 104.5, 106.1 Sister Station, streaming worldwide at IrelandStar.com. Nyaiko, tell our friends about Cox ATA. Cox ATA, they have two convenient locations, one in Magnolia, one in Conroe. They're a leader in ATA martial arts down here in Houston. Uh, they're great. They're fantastic. They have all, all all sorts of programs available. They got Tai Chi, Taekwondo. They got stuff for the little ones. Summer vacation. You got to get your summer body. 
You got something for the kids to do. Mention Earth Thug Radio. Get two free weeks of training. Gives you the chance to fall in love with the programs, the people, the locations. It's just a great time overall. They teach life skills. They build leaders. They leave a legacy. But yeah, check out them on Facebook. We tag them on all. We tag them on all of our sponsor posts like that. So make sure to hang out with uh, Nerd Thug Radio, and you'll meet Cox ATF. Um, all right. So as we always do, we have a lot of different conversations off the air. Oh yeah. Um, most of which are probably inappropriate in many ways. Um, we keep it family friendly here. We do. So keeping it family friendly, you were going to explain something to me, and I thought this would be really fun to do on the air. Oh God, I'm uncomfortable. So I need you to explain to me this concept you were going to talk about. Uh, you called them financial dominatrixes. Yes. Uh, so this is something that I heard on the public radio, so I'm going to be okay in saying it here. <laughs> yeah. No, well, listen, there's nothing wrong with any of those words we've said yet. Right. So It's not one of George Carlin's seven words. Right, yeah. So uh, basically what it what it is is usually a particularly wealthy man will find uh, a lady and will basically like sacrifice an absolute metric ton of money to her to be like manipulated and controlled by them. So they're like it's a so sacrifice. It's, it's a sacrifice. But there's not like a sexual component to it. No. So some of them have never even met or like they only speak in like emails or phones and Okay. So I'm already very confused, but we're going to move through that cuz I I already don't want to do this. Um but what you're saying is like they, the woman is just rude to them, kind of like almost like a bully, but not like because they they want to be that submissive like partner in that sort of relationship, but like it doesn't go past anything of like literally just them giving them just money. It's like strictly financial stuff. It's never an exchange for anything either. But so they're just mean and cold and calculating to them, right? And they give them tons of money. <laughs> Like I've never questioned more every one of my life decisions than right now as I'm trying to figure out how I am not a financial dominatrix. Right. Because I can be cold and distant and mean for free. Right. <laughs> I gotta step my game up. You gotta step your game up. I need to get some ladies to give me some money so that I can be mean to them. I don't know if it'll work that way. <laughs> I could be an emotional dominatrix. Actually mean to people. Yeah. Why not? Like, apparently this is a thing. Here's the thing. We haven't opened enough doors as we explore career options. Yeah. No, you can make a job at anything, including bullying people on the internet. Right. So, let's get to it. You just gotta bully the right people. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. It's just a bunch of nerds with too much money. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they miss being bullied. Right. See, this makes perfect sense to me. They miss having someone come around and just shove their glasses hard back onto their face and go, nerd. You could totally do that. Yeah. For a lot of money. For a lot of money. I like, would need a lot of money because I would feel bad. Right. Because I'm a nice person, so I would feel bad for picking on them. The money would make me feel better about it. Right. So really, I just need their money. Right. To feel better about myself. Exactly. Because it's called self-esteem. Right. And it comes from their money. Right. Wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on. Hang on. Yeah. Did I get that right? There's a, there's a couple stories that are like kind of a little bit of horror stories. There's like one where it's like it's like it got so bad that like he defaulted on his house. Like he was homeless at one point. So here's that, so the so the terrible part about that one is like it's like I I I got a a letter in the mail from him talking about how he defaulted on his house and then was never contacted ever again. So she so. The woman was like, I have no idea what he's doing. I don't even know if he's alive. <laughs> oh, that would haunt you, right? Right. To ruin someone's life at their request? Right. Ruin their life. And, like, they were married and, like, they got divorced. They lost their house. They oh, lost oh, their job. Lord. And then, like, ceased to contact you. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That got real. Yeah. She was like, she was like, I don't. She's like, sometimes I don't sleep at night because I wake up screaming. Because I ruined somebody's life at their request. <laughs> it gets real dark and heavy. People are scary. <laughs> People are weird, right? They're into some weird things. But but it just kind of goes to show you that it's not about any one thing. It's not drugs or alcohol or sex or any one thing. Like People can pursue anything into oblivion. Right. Like, 
someone on Reddit one time posted that their family thought they were a heroin addict and held an intervention, and it turns out they were just weirdly obsessed with staples. Like, like the store or like actual staples? No, actual staples. Like, do they just like own a trillion staples? Like, they love to open the boxes, take out the run of the staple, count all the staples. By the way, according to the post, it's 120, sometimes 119, sometimes 121. Huh. But it's 120 staples in a continuous row. Uh, they like okay. to touch all of them and individually separate each of them until their fingertips were hurting from being stabbed so much. Right, because they're staples. Right. Um, they like knew the differences between the brands and all that, all out of simply a fascination. But it reached a point where their employer changed suppliers because their employer was under the impression that the staple boxes were getting damaged in shipping. Not that an employee was locking themselves in the break room or in the supply closet during breaks and lunch break and touching all the staples. Um, Also, it got so bad that the wife was like, something is different in our marriage. So she hired a private investigator to follow him. He was lying about where he was going. He would take weird trips out at night. So she was like, oh, my God, he's cheating on me. And then, like, he'd be gone too long and weird stuff like that. He was going to staples. And other office supply stores and buying staples and doing whatever. It's not sexual, but whatever it was that he was doing, like touching them and like counting them and, and being fascinated by them in the car, of like in the parking lot of these places. And he would lose track of time. He was so obsessed with it. Then he would come home and it would be way later. And he couldn't explain where he was because he didn't want people to know that he was obsessed with staples. Um... And it got to the point where he had secret credit cards and was trying to figure out different ways to, to use it because the the wife started being like, what did we spend $50 at Amazon for? Blah, blah, blah. And so, like, he lied a couple times where he was like, yeah, it was an, I, I bought something in a hurry for the office. I got to get reimbursed for it. Blah, blah, blah. But, like, eventually he had to, like, start hiding money and squirreling money away and stashing stuff. Uh, so the family calls him over for like a dinner. He walks in and it's an intervention because the private investigator had followed him and taken pictures of him doing something in the car that looks a lot like taking, like it looks like because the photographer's a Not, distance yeah. away, he's doing something in the car. So the obvious assumption, he sat in the car for two hours doing something is that he was doing drugs. The answer was staples. The answer was no, I'm just, I just really like staples. Uh, he was able to explain it because he literally in the trunk of his car had numerous broken boxes of staples and literally had was late to the family meeting because he was playing with staples in the car and in the passenger seat there were 120 separated staples. Like the no one just know it as fingertips are just absolutely destroyed by well, but small again, pokes. if you think drug use is an issue, that 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 is like a that's like a potential thing is like your fingertips are burned or whatever so unhealthy fingertips isn't necessarily a good thing in his favor for that story that is so strange humanity is weird people man. just get obsessed about odd stuff and they take it way too that's how cosplaying started like cosplaying is cool now but think about the first cosplayer oh that's fair i just want to dress up like my favorite superhero just go out there you want to do what yeah i just want to i just want to just want to be them i just want to be my favorite superhero. Uh, okay. All right. And that's probably not where cosplaying started. Cosplaying probably started in the privacy of someone's bedroom where they were like, would you dress up as my favorite superhero? And they loved it. And then it like went public. The first person who took it from the bedroom to public is the weirdo. Yeah, I guess. But you got to think like shaving. Like when did that become cool? That's fair. Well, it wasn't the. I think it was the Romans who associated body hair with uh, body odor correctly, and so I feel like they probably shaved. They set a lot of the standards. Makes sense for like culture, society. A lot of the things we do have weird ties back to like Roman stuff. Like I think it was directly the Romans who put the wedding ring on the left finger, if I remember correctly. Some places on the fourth finger. I mean, I'll take your ring finger. Yeah, yeah. The reason it's the ring finger is because of that. Because they incorrectly believed, like, your heart. Oh, yeah, there was a vein that tied from your heart to that finger in particular. Right, and really it was just there was a big vein in your hand. But they didn't realize that it wasn't directly connected to the heart because the Romans 
had or dumb. Uh, no, I mean they had like a limited correct understanding, right? They knew the heart was important. Yeah. But they didn't they didn't know that it wasn't directly connected to a fingertip. Yeah. You eh. believe silly things when you're an ancient Roman. But they did get body hair right. There you go. Uh also, you know, parties. The Romans knew how to party. Did they? Did they? Yeah. Yeah. I would they, assume so. Yeah, they did. They if had you, nothing else to do. If you have to have something called a vomitorium, you know how to get down. <laughs> That's fair. This building is where we puke. Well, I'm sorry. What do we do here? Yeah, this is where we puke. Like just all of us. It's called the vomitorium. This we don't want us. We don't. We don't want to be anywhere else when that happens. <laughs> this is. It's totally socially acceptable to go to the vomitorium and just puke. We're gonna go party some more. <laughs> how much do you guys party? Enough to need a vomitorium. Okay. Oh, all all right. right. Fair enough. Answers Fair the enough. question. Yeah. All right, we're going to get out of here ourselves. When we come back, we're going to have less vomitoriums, more Nerd Thug Radio. It's summer, and if there's one thing that people know in Texas is air conditioning is very important. If they're having any issues or want to have their units serviced or try to save money getting their units serviced, one option to call is Ferruja Mechanical. Ferruja Mechanical has been serving Houston and the surrounding areas since 1959, and they specialize in heating and cooling repair, system replacements, planned maintenance, and indoor air quality. Make sure to ask about buying the planned maintenance, which comes with two tune-ups, 15% off repairs or replacements, and a guaranteed appointment within 24 hours. Interested parties should call 281-259-3367, 281-259-3367, Ferruja Mechanical, 281-259-3367. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. What's up, Conroe? This is uh, Nerd Thug Radio, and you're hanging out with Corey DLG and little brother Nico. That's me. Yay! Yay. You know who you're not hanging out with? Who? The captain. Nope. The head of HR. Most electrifying man in Conroe Radio. But not the best. It's not his title. That's right. I'm the best. Um, also in the category of the best, The Adventure Begins in Conroe on 1488. There you go. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is uh, a really great place to go in Conroe. It's got it's well lit. It's clean. It's family friendly. It's fun. Uh, they got the board games. They got comic books. They got statues and toys and collectibles and all that great stuff. Uh, tabletop gaming, obviously. This week, they got a lot going on. Saturday, they got the Magic Core 2020 pre-release sealed standard tournament. Uh, it's going to be from 6 to 8 p.m. on Saturday. And then Sunday, they're doing their monthly miniature painting from 4 to 8 p.m. And they also are doing their D&D Adventures League from 4 to 8 p.m. Adventures League is like the official Dungeons & Dragons. Official, man. Like, this is how you get... Like, you know how... Uh, for us, we play HeroClix and mm -hmm. WizKids releases like... The OP kits, where there's certain figures you can only get by doing the events. Yeah. Adventurers League has, like, items, and I think it's just items, actually, that you can only get by playing in the Adventurers League. Which is pretty neat. It's pretty cool, right? Like, that's a neat thing. Uh, so come hang out there this weekend, and then also uh, picking up again this Friday, we're going to be just playing our casual game and starting July 26th. It gets serious. It's the real boys. The big leagues. It's the big leagues. Um, we're having we're gonna have a good time. We're gonna post a lot more information about that as it comes up, which means pretty soon. Um, all right. So Nico, you're in charge. What do you got? I got nothing. Oh. The answer was I ran out of things. Oh, you, you did one segment and you yeah. were like, nailed it. That's all I got, Chief. Boy, it must be good to be Nico. It is. It it's, must be good. It's a nice, cushy what? job. What? My battery's dead, so Big Brother Corey shows up to take care of it for me? Sweet. What? Uh, he drives me around so we can get everything to fix it? What? I have to do one out of the four segments of Nerds like Radio? Must wow. be nice. By the way, I killed that impression. I mean, it's pretty close. <laughs> that was a 99.8%. If we had voice recognition right now, I'd be like in your secure files. Uh, probably not. Just because you don't own any? Yeah. Okay. Not <laughs> because I didn't nail it, because I certainly nailed it. I have nothing. I have nothing. I would. I would secure on here. Plus, I don't know how to do that. Yeah, I, man. I was having a conversation with somebody the other day, and I was like, I don't really own a lot of stuff. 
Because you don't. You own, like, what, like, a TV and, like, a stand? Yeah, and, and like, then, like, I mean... Your gaming stuff and, like, yeah, DVDs. Really, my Hero Clicks is probably, like, the only obscene thing I own. But, you know, like, people have, like... like So, like, yeah, at your mom's house, there's, like, just tons of stuff. I don't I don't have that. I don't I don't own that much s- yeah, stuff. I own a lot of things. I don't own a lot of stuff. I don't even own a lot of things. Except for Hero Clicks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. If you're to individually be like, yeah, I have a lot of those. Right. If Yeah, if you're doing, yes. But it's like, if you're like grouping them, it's like Yeah, stuff. if you're making like a, like a group list of like just itemized of, of things, I've got like 15 things. Right. And then if you're like doing the individuals, then yeah, it's, 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 it's a, a huge number. It's but a it's lot. Because like a bunch of tiny little figurines. Right. Um. So this is kind of an interesting story in the comic book world. Ooh. Uh, this week saw the end of The Walking Dead. It finally ended after 19 years. Yeah, it was a surprise ending. Uh, I don't want to get the issue number wrong, so I'm gonna I'm gonna Google it right here. But essentially, uh, the most interesting thing is there was a major character death last month. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I don't know who it was. I'm gonna speculate, and I don't know this because I don't read it. But my speculation is that it was Rick. And. This issue is the last issue of the series, but no one knew that it was a surprise. And, and Robert Kirkman actually announced literally this week that it was the last. So everyone's already ordered. Everyone's already done. Blah blah blah. And so he kept it a secret, and he kept it a secret by um, he kept it a secret by listing future solicitations in in the distributor catalog. <laughs> so everyone thought the series continued. Nice. So I think there's like two months of fake solic- solicitations in the catalog. That's neat. Smart, right? Like that's a good way to do it. I'm like, well, clearly it's not ending. Jokes on you. It was already over. Right. Issue one ninety three. Oh. That's weird, right? It's a weird number to end it on. I guess he just didn't want to do one more story. I think. I think he. Like I like I get it. Like there's no reason to like arbitrarily like stretch it out to two hundred. But like sometimes I just you want to be. But like, isn't there? Yeah. Like, there aren't a random subplot that people are going to be angry about and then, like, close it up nice, I guess. You got to tell me as you're, like, approaching. Like, you're at 170. You can't put, a, like, a six-issue arc in there because actually a six-issue arc gets you to 199. And then you could just do a wrap-up issue. Right. Do one more, one less hoorah. You could do, like, even a separate... You could literally, in issue 200, do the thing where how it all starts. Yeah, and that'd just be the last issue. Right. So, like, if you just end at 199, the story, but the series ends at 200. Yeah. 193 is, like, a weird choice, right? Yeah, because it's, it's literally 70. Also, it's 70-some-odd pages. A traditional comic book is 22. It's almost three comic books itself, ah. which would have been 196. I feel like that's worse. That makes it worse because yeah. it's more than one? Yeah. If it had just been 22 pages, yeah. you'd be like, all right, I get it. Right. But because it's 70 plus, I think it's like 72 pages. No, like, it's fine that it's 72, but, like, the thing that bothers me is that, like, because even if it was split up into the, the three at, at 22 apiece. It gets you to 196. Right, that's even closer, and it's still not 200. Right, yeah. Well, at that point, if you get to 196, you didn't have four more issues somewhere? No, never. Uh, again, when you get to, like, 170 and you start to feel like you're planning, like, okay, this is this is, this is is where we go from here. How do you not get to 200 with that? How do you get to 193 and go, nah, this feels right? I don't know. Robert Kirkman did. That's true. And But you know what? Being 193 kind of gives it a great element of surprise, too, though, right? Yeah, especially because it like, goes up to 195. Because even like, it doesn't even end at like, a good even number. Right. Like five. 193. 193. Nothing. Garbage. And that's the ending. And you're like, wait, one minute. We're done. Wait, right here? But it, I, I c- so part of me, two different parts of me thinks it's a cool idea. Um fan of media thinks it's a good idea because zombie attacks are supposed to be like sudden and unexpected and the ending is sudden and unexpected this is the last issue by the way here you go thanks for coming (laughs) right wait hold on wait what'd you say also uh for this oversized issue that is uh it's square sealed not stapled because it's so large same cover price as every other issue wow that's a cool thing that's cool that's cool that's a cool thank you uh it's already going for like 20 times its value on eBay. Yeah, because people probably weren't, like, mass ordering it. Also, I believe uh, I saw on Facebook somewhere that it had risen to 45th best seller 
of the week for like all books, not comic books. Oh wow, it's pretty good. It's good. It's a good sell through. It's a good week to be a comic book fan. That's like that's and that's also interesting because like that means that the people who actually have the book are the people that care about it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because like they were the ones who already have it in their pull box. There's probably only be a couple issues up on shelves. Right. And these guys got it. Right. Yeah. This is definitely him taking care of his fans. Exactly. Um, so that I can't be mad about. Right. And then the other part of me, like, he told his story and he knew where to end it. Right. He's like, I want it to end here. Yeah. Uh, and that's a cool thing. That's a cool thing. Like, as much as it bothers me that there's, like, six issues before 199 and seven before 200. Like, if it, you, I'm fine with you just ending it wherever you want. Because you know what? That's the last thing I want is something excessive that's going to ruin anything that you may have wanted to build. Yeah, I mean, it is ultimately his story. So, that is the cool thing about doing creator-owned is that you are in control of it. Um, I I do sort of wonder if, like, the idea that... Oh, my dog's trying to talk to oh, us. Oh, man, trying to get on the radio. I do, I do sort of wonder at the idea that, like, the show is starting to sputter, it feels like. Yeah, a little bit. And I, I wonder there's a lot of complaints and things yeah. are happening. People and I wonder if that's an incentive to... Try to get that pop. Or just to finish the series. Right. Like, all right, well, now I did... I, th- I thought what, I read... Like eight seasons of The Walking Dead? Yeah. Now, I did think... I, I thought I had read that the eighth season actually had gotten a ratings bump back. I remember the promos were really interesting. I, I remember telling you guys that, like, I started to get back into it. I, did, I still didn't get through the eighth... I didn't even get to the eighth season. Um... But I think I missed a couple episodes, but I'm relatively caught up. I know what happens. Okay, so, but I think I, I think I had read that that like they had gotten a ratings bump back with this last season. That makes sense. Well, I mean, it's been interesting. It has been. Well, and the promos were good too, and the idea of the whispers overall is an interesting thing. Um, but I'm just not sure. I don't know if you're if you're running a if you're running a comic book creation situation. Well, isn't the bo- the books are pretty far removed from the show at this point? Uh like yes and no, but like, like what happened or like what when, what's happening? Yes and no cuz the sh- the show took elements from even the even the last towards this back end yeah. and did stuff with them. Cuz like there's like a rebuilding government towards the back end of the Walking Dead comic book series, I believe. And the show kind of hinted at that with some things, including the helicopter and all that. Because right. Rick gets hurt and he rides off in a helicopter in season seven, I believe. Sounds like that. I don't remember exactly what happens. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, and so I think that sort of indicates... There were some indications that like the government's rebuilding. And uh, so like, that's a huge jump ahead for the show. Yeah. Because like, they just finished up their Negan storyline. Right. Um... But yeah, I mean, I don't know. Congratulations to Robert Kirkman. It's a big deal. Uh, it is a big deal. It's one of the the biggest comic book ever. Yeah, it's one of the bi- it's one of the most important comic books ever. And also, this is the one. This and Invincible are the two that makes that turns Robert Kirkman into like this huge pop culture icon. He's one of he's at the table now at Image. He's one of the he's one of the uh, he's like Image has like this status that they can invite you in where you can run your own label. Mm-hmm. He's the first writer to be invited in to get his own label. Nice. Yeah. Oh, so that's huge. That's huge. Yeah. And it's all because of Walking Dead, or mostly because of Walking Dead, Walking Dead and Invincible. Uh, all right, we're going to jump out of here. Both have adaptations now. They do. Well, that's true, man. The Amazon one's going to be great, I think. I'm excited about I'm that. I'm real excited about that. We're going to jump out. When we come back, we got one more segment of uh, Nerd Thug Radio coming your way. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens and everything in between for people who are interested in self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses. Be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. Hey, Haywood Jeffries, former Houston Oilers wide receiver on Nerd. Thug Radio. What's up, Conroe? Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. 
You are hanging out with uh, the coolest guy on the radio, Corey DLG, and his little brother, Nico. That's me. All right. Um, no Joey Savage. No, unfortunately. Uh, darn. Oh, man. Darn. Who would have known? At this point, he's essentially a guest when he does come back. Right. That's sad. Is it? Come on, Joey. I don't know. Kind of like having the extra space. It's nice to have the extra room, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I keep my collectibles in it, and then it's like I have two rooms. These are my rooms. Ah, man, I miss having two rooms. That was cool being an only child. (coughs) You're the youngest of four. There was never a time when you... When we lived in Colorado, I was an only child. I was the only one there, That's true. I had two rooms. You were the only one in that state. That's true. I had two rooms. (laughs) I had one for my things and one for my sleep. (laughs) <laughs> that way my things couldn't get me in my sleep. What? What? Yeah, I was paranoid. <laughs> They're looking at me. All right, guys. Uh, let me tell you about my, our friends Ferruge Mechanical. It's summer, and if there's one thing that's obvious in Texas is you're not going without air conditioning in this heat. So if your old system is outdated or if you just want to m- keep it service for the summer, the trusted name to call is Ferruge Mechanical. Ferruge Mechanical has been serving Houston and the surrounding area since 1959. They specialize in heating and cooling repair, system replacements. System replacements. I, Because you have planned maintenance immediately after it. Yeah. Planned maintenance and indoor air quality. Make sure to ask about buying the planned maintenance, which comes with two tune-ups, 15% off repairs or replacements, and a guaranteed appointment within 24 hours, all for $179 for the first unit. Uh, so call 281-259-3367. 281-259-3367. That's Ferruge Mechanical at 281-259-3367. All right, cool. Yeah. Uh, Nico, this last segment of uh, Nerd Thug Radio, um, what do you want to do? Um, Don't care. All right. Thank you. Not interested. All righty, cool. Hard bass. All right. You're the weirdo who brought financial dominatrixes into the world. You asked me about it. Actually, you volunteered it. I did volunteer. And then I said, wait, let's do this on air. Yeah, because I said it, and you were like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. All right, I got a quote from you, and let's let's explore this quote a little bit. All right. Uh, it's from your friend, Dave Bautista. Nice. Um, I don't know if someone... I don't know the context here, but he... The headline is Rejects Starring in Fast and Furious Movies. Okay. I don't know if he turned one down or if someone said, hey, would you be in one? And he said, not really. No way, Jose. Here's the quote. I'd rather do good movies. Ooh. Yeah. Shots fired? Not really. You don't think so? No. Well, like, everyone knows that Fast and the Furious are cheesy popcorn films with action movies. They don't have to be good. They just have to be entertaining. I'm okay with watching an entertaining movie. I'm okay with going to the movie theater, buying my overpriced popcorn on your discount, <coughs> and then uh, <laughs> buying my overpriced popcorn on your discount, and then yeah, watching watching a, a great, fun movie, but it doesn't have to be, like, groundbreaking or art, necessarily. But doesn't that make it a good movie? It means it's enjoyable. But isn't but that like, what a, like isn't that what a good movie is? I suppose yeah. is what I'm asking. Subjectively, yes. Like objectively, I know there's like film techniques and like directing things that you know that probably aren't the best, or the editing isn't the greatest. So you don't think, or you're saying it's like, like it's like it's like Citizen Kane. Like every film teacher in the world would be like, Citizen Kane is the greatest movie ever made. Because of all the techniques and all the directing and all this, but like it's boring. Like I don't want to watch Citizen Kane. It's not a good movie. It's not a good movie. It does. It's not entertaining. I'm not entertained. Right. But are you entertained? No. I'm no, not. I'm not. no. I'm not. Thank you for asking. Right. I'm not. I would like to watch Fast and the Furious Seven. Right. Again. <laughs> yeah. Um. So like, so to me, if I were making a movie. And I made a bunch of money. Right. And people had a good time. It's like the Transformers movies. No, because those are, those are terrible. Yeah, except um, some people really enjoyed them, and they made tons of money. <laughs> okay, if more people really enjoyed them. 
Not some people. I shouldn't say some people. They made tons of money. They did the make Chinese, tons of money. The Chinese love them. They did. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. People we know. Fair enough. All right. Because, um, like, the Fast and the Furious movies are... Look, they're not going to win an Academy Award. That's what I'm saying. But they're fun. Yeah, they're fun. I don't leave the theater going, worst movie ever made. I might leave the theater going, what did I watch? But I enjoyed it. Right. And, when I mean, to be fair, he is part of the, the, the MCU, which are both simultaneously fun, entertaining movies. That are critically good and make money. Right. Yeah. No, yeah, that part is correct. But he's also been in some clunkers, right? Yeah. Hotel Artemis, which looked great, didn't do anything. Uh, I still haven't seen it. I want to see it. Oh, yeah. I saw, like, a trailer for it. Like, it was coming, like, to cable or something like that. <sighs> yeah, I did, too. You're right. You're right. Uh, But, like, overall, it's... Di- His yeah. movie career is not very long to begin with. Like, it's But he just made a movie with the other Indian guy. Stover, Stover, something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's got a weird Stuber, something like that. Yeah. It's got a weird name. Yeah. Um, excited? Eh. It looks probably like it, not it, good. It looks like a popcorn movie that is filled with comedy. Probably. It looks like a Fast and Furious comedy, right? Kind of. They're even driving in most of it. Well, let's give it this. Probably not critically acclaimed. Right. Fun. It fits in the same category. <laughs> exactly. It's the same thing. Exactly. So is it fair? Not really. Also, like, like if he only did the Marvel things, like then you could be like, yeah. Or if, or it was like Marvel and like something Academy else really of War movies, right? Yeah. yeah, he's been nominated for Best Supporting Actor twice or something. Yeah. If he had Jonah Hill's career, right, right. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Also, have you seen Mid Nineties? No, Hill's I haven't. Like directed yeah, it movie. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, funny tidbit about Mid Nineties. Um, there's a scene where somebody takes an iPhone and throws it down. Like iPhones had just come out in that movie. Uh, or maybe iPod. I think it's an iPod. Uh, Apple was willing to supply the iPods so long as they took out that scene. <laughs> Jonah Hill said, nah, never mind, and they paid a bunch of money to buy original iPods off the internet. Nice. Because you know those things are crazy expensive. Yeah, because they're like the original. That's how it started. Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. I had a I had a gray classic. Uh, it was like an 80 gig or 120 gig gray classic, uh, and it disappeared. Those things were going for like a grand on eBay now. Oh, yeah. Because because the new ones are all the phones and all that. Yeah. And the storage capacity is far limited and it it's nowhere near as like battery life and blah blah blah. So the people who are just looking for essentially like a music hard drive, they like the old ones. Yeah. Yeah. And no one can find them anymore. No. And I can't find mine and I'm real sad about it. Cuz when I heard that they were going for that I was like, I've got one that I haven't touched in like a year and then I was like, can't find it. Oh no! Um, yeah, I, I just feel like he doesn't. It's, it's not like his career is much different. Also, like it's a shot at the people in him, right? Right. Like Vin Diesel's made movies as good as Dave Bautista's made. Yeah. Um, Jason Statham is in good movies. The Rock is in good movies. Vin Diesel's in the same universe as <laughs> Vin Diesel's in the same movies. <laughs> He's screwed. He's taking shots at a co-star. I don't know, man. How could you do this to me, Dave Bautista? I trusted you. This feels like a a poorly thought. Yeah, like <laughs> I didn't think about this too hard. Right, and then like like he was like I was like I'm gonna be snappy on Twitter, and then he realized what he did. Or like someone asked him a question on the fly as he's like walking somewhere, and he was like, "No, nah, I only do this." And then like when he got to where he was going, he was like, "Oh, uh, I shouldn't have said no. that." Mm. That's like the reverse. Texting Vin Diesel, Vin. I'm sorry. sorry bro. Yeah, <laughs> literally, it's literally. It's literally the opposite of like when you remember a good comeback. It's like that was the wrong one. <laughs> right, that was the worst thing to say there. Oh, I shouldn't have done that. Um, what's, what little time we have left here? Um, we got a whole two minutes. All right, I like it. A 24-year-old biochemist won Miss Virginia beauty pageant by performing a science experiment on stage as her talent. Nice. No singing, no hula hoops. What's overrated? Science. It looks like she did the goo thing, though, that everyone's doing, where, like, the goo shoots up. Yeah, because, like, it's the only thing that's, like, visually appealing. It's That's like, not true. You can blow up stuff. Well, yeah, but you don't want to set things on fire and cause people, like... Who doesn't want to set things on fire? Cause people danger and then get disqualified. Name a person who doesn't want to set things on fire. All right. My case has been not settled. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm just saying that she probably didn't want to hurt anyone, so she was like, I'll just do the weird goo thing. Plus, it's like visually entertaining without being overtly dangerous. Yeah, but it's just that like everyone does it. Like, how is yeah. this your talent? Because yeah, she's a she's already a scientist and just that's already part of her. Kit. I'm smart. Did, did that already win? Right, <laughs> like they yeah. were like, oh, everyone else uh, nice. take two steps back. Um, she did a cool goo thing on stage with shooting laser beams. Right. Yeah. M- maybe to rock music. Right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, her name's Camille Schreier. I I just I'm not like. You're just not convinced. I'm not impressed. All like, right. Don't go back to go back to the flaming hula hoops, I guess. No, and don't get me wrong, it's none of that stuff is good either. Like none of that stuff is I mean, the whole thing is a silly concept, right? So really I guess I'm just being a curmudgeon about it. But like for her for them to be like a biochemist one with her talent in biochemistry, it's like cool, what'd she do? Oh, the same foam thing that three hundred people on YouTube have done. Ooh. Oh. It's really funny if it was like a little volcano. <laughs> or she just did like her second grade science project all yeah. over again. This is why plants turn sunlight into food. They don't have to eat, although some plants are carnivorous and will eat bugs. Thank you. Thank you. Like I don't, I I don't know. Like everyone does the foam thing. I, if she did done something else, she blew it up. But like third grade science experiment, like why not just turn a potato into a battery? That would have been much funnier. <laughs> it would have been even funnier if she was from like Idaho or something. I mean, that would be that would actually like the potato is good for more than just French fries and frying and mashing. Observe. Right. And then like she like powered a little electric train, taking the potatoes to somewhere with dignity. Eat it, Idaho. Uh, yeah. On that note, slightly angry for no good reason. Uh, let's get out of here. Um, Alienating our three Idaho listeners. You know what? Suck it, Idaho. Wow, that's aggressive stance. Yeah, I took. We that now only stance. have forty-nine states who listen to. That's radio. right. We nerd thug radio have asked Idaho to leave the union, um, but we'll keep the potatoes. Man, got them there. Yeah, leave the gun, take the cannoli. That used to be the saying in the mob, you know. All right. Because like everything was so easy to get away with that they were like, just leave the gun. It doesn't matter. No one's gonna. No one's gonna go to jail for killing this guy. Um. <laughs> That cannoli you paid for. <laughs> right. The cannoli looks delicious. Take it. Uh, all right, guys. Thanks for listening today to Nerdthug Radio. Uh, enjoy your holiday weekend. 601 The Podcast Drops. Tune in on Sunday. Nerdthug Radio comes back to start your week off. Or Monday. Start your week off brand new. 2 p.m. on Monday. That's going to be some more Nerdthug Radio. Uh, on behalf of the absent Captain Joey Savage, for Little Brother Nico and myself, Corey DLG, thank you for listening. Same Nerdthug time. Same Nerdthug channel.